Heart, are you ready to speak your truth about this Men Tell All episode? A lot of truth speaking. A lot of yeah, people wait. speaking their truth. Can I'm move gonna, that. Yeah, let's get this adjusted there. Humana, humana, humana. Mima, mima, moo. Watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> you know you need unique New York. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, get going. I'm all warmed up now. Oh, hands. <laughs> Slow dancing, swaying to the music. He does always have no. Just always have to come in. Always have to get the last. Always got a showboat. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. Let's go over it. Ugh. Uh, I have one page of notes, which is unheard of. Yeah, one page, single spaced, but and still. my notes just say this blows. <laughs> no, we were talking earlier. Uh, because The Bachelor is all we talk about now. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by this men tell-all, but I think it's because I bring very low expectations to the tell-all episodes. Yeah, I mean, yes. So I feel like the men who could have been on the show that would have brought a little bit of drama, well, some of them just weren't there. Sure. Lincoln didn't show. Sure. Apparently he was... Disinvited. Officially uninvited to the men tell all. Ouch, Harrison. Ouch. Well, I guess so that means the franchise Harrison's is just... like the mean girl <laughs> in a middle school. Well, I guess, but uh, Lincoln did commit assault, so... Uh, well, I really feel like... Jokes on you for not catching that when you put him on national TV. And now, like, don't try to put the toothpaste back in the tube. You you put him on national TV, so you might as well let him. Yeah, I feel like, yes. We're much better than putting someone who committed assault on television. How dare you? Right. No, I agree with that. Okay, I mean, you did put Chad on Bachelor in Paradise after he was incredibly violent on the show. Right, right, come on. I just think it's funny when Harrison tries to like act like they have the moral sure like, that he has high moral standards. Yes. Yeah. How dare you? So Lincoln wasn't there. Clay wasn't there. Clay wasn't which I'm not there. saying like Clay would have brought the drama, but I did. I missed his sweet dumb yeah. face. Yeah. I'm not. I wasn't a huge Clay fan. Uh, I was hoping for a little more drama from Chris, and instead he was just like, "Yup." I really lost my head. I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> I will say one of the things that made me laugh about this episode is when they introduced Chris at the beginning. All the women were like, "Boo, yep, boo!" Like it was you know the princess, the bride man America or loves <laughs> to hate. Oh, boo yourself! <laughs> uh, yeah, he. Um, he handled it really well, actually, the, like, post. Yeah, and you see, I mean, you have kind of two options when you go on the tell-all, man or woman. Um, you know, are you going to atone for your sins on the show? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be apologetic and own what you did? Knowing that you probably were acting either, you know, foolish or like an asshole or are you just going to double down? Sure, that is the the two options with Chris though. I think the thing is that he knew he didn't really have a defense. Yeah. And it also it doesn't seem like that's his personality or the way he wants to perceive no, his personality. No. You know, one I of those feel like things. Chris fell prey to, you know, being on TV. I mean, we talked about this on the podcast as it was happening, I think he just got a little too wrapped sure. up in the show. Sure. 
<laughs> well, and people say they like learn things about themselves on the show. I'm yeah. not convinced that happens that much, but I think he probably did. Actually, yeah. he probably learned that there were things that he can address yes. or that he shouldn't be on TV much anymore. Though I guess he goes to paradise, right? So yeah. he can't have learned that much. Yeah, he uh, was there in a um, a love triangle, right? Yes, with Tia. With Tia yeah. I will say, I mean, Paradise is, you learn so much more about these people in Paradise because they're unleashed, they get more screen time, they don't... They're drunk, they're super drunk as opposed to just like mildly drunk. Well, and they're not just trying to impress one person. I feel like you've got your best behavior on when you're like, I'm trying to impress Becca. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll see what happens with him. The Gospel Choir, I have to admit, was a great move. Yeah, so, I mean, we're getting ahead in the episode. I think that points to the fact that uh, not a whole lot happens. Well, I'd still like to maybe take it from the top instead of just letting you, yeah. Instead of me just jumping around all crazy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right, well, rein me in. Let's start start at the top. Uh, We get a Bachelor in Paradise preview. I'm excited. I I have not been excited because Bachelor in Paradise is all... So I actually, I was thinking about this, how I would rank the franchise. Okay. I would rank Bachelor first, then Bachelor in Paradise, then Bachelorette. Bachelorette is my least favorite of the installments. Where does Bachelor Pad fit in? They don't do Bachelor Pad I know, but given the entire pantheon That was like 10 years ago. Okay, all right. Well, it's just a a question. I mean... I enjoyed Bachelor Pad as a one-time thing, even though they did it twice. Uh-huh. I think the problem with Bachelor Pad was once you figured out how to, you know, Game beat the system, the system sure. that was yeah. it. Yeah, I like Bachelor in Paradise because it still has a little bit of that competitive vibe, but it's not... Like, I feel like in Bachelor Pad, romance didn't really happen. Yeah, no, that's true. No, and I agree with your rankings. I think that... I mean, The Bachelor still is the gold standard. Um, always is. Always going to be. Always will be. Though, I do. Uh, we haven't liked Becca that much, but in general, I think that Ugh. The Bachelors have been worse than The Bachelorettes recently. You want me to go check on that? Yeah, our child is crying. Hold on, folks. Damn Just it. give it a minute. <laughs> Here's some hold music to tide you over. Oh boy, gang, don't let that 15 seconds of a summer place theme fool you. That was like a half an hour of coaxing that kid to go down. He's still screaming. We just slammed yeah, the door. Yeah, he's still <laughs> crying. We just shut our door. Yeah, that's, that's enough. Quality parenting. It's 9.45. I check out about 9.30. <laughs> that's it for me. I'm clocked out for the night. Look for our parenting book. Uh, <laughs> Barnes & Noble online. <laughs> You get eight hours a day. Use them wisely. That's the title of our parenting book. Corporate parenting. <laughs> You've heard of Tiger Nine Moms, to five Helicopter Dads, <laughs> Corporate Parents. Corporate Parents. The kids get a performance review at the end of every quarter. Frankly, mm-hmm. our son's not doing so hot this quarter. <laughs> it's not getting that merit raise. 
Um, All okay. right. Yeah, uh, I think we were talking about Bachelor versus Bachelor Pad versus Bachelor in Paradise, but whatever. Let's, Let's get into on. the Mintel all. Yeah, the real meat of the so, show. So uh, I want to say that the men really brought their A game fashion wise. They did. You know what good, they didn't good. bring? Socks. Socks. Wear the motherfucking socks. <laughs> Apparently, socks are totally lame and passe now. Is this a thing where like? Like how we think Facebook is cool and like nobody under the age of 25 ever uses it ever. I think that's true, but it's Our, with socks. Um, yeah. Who did Millennials we... are killing socks. That, did you notice the extremely handsome African-American man that was coming out of the Y building? So we go, if you ever want to check us out. Uh, to tra- stalk track us. Track us down. Yeah. Yeah, come, Downtown Y. Come get an autograph, what have you. Um, yeah, we work out at the downtown Y in Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> this is too much information. I feel okay sharing this because yeah. we work out there about once every two weeks. <laughs> right. No one will recognize us. Anyway, yeah. uh, short story long, there was a stylish man who was coming out, not out of the Y, but out of one of the um, many buildings, like one of the businesses the adjacent, adjacent to yes. it. He was not wearing socks, and he was notice. incredibly stylish. Yeah, I didn't notice him. He was a extremely good-looking man. I was too busy looking at the baby ducks outside of the wild. I don't know what you were it's looking lucky at. That I noticed his ankles because I was looking at his ass, and yeah, then I just baby. I kind of drifted down just for a second, just for a quick and I was sec. like. Man, this guy's not wearing socks either. Let's see if the angles match that ass. Oh, they do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, he and all of the men from the Mintel, except for the guy who complained that no one was wearing socks. We'll get to that guy who just showed up and crashed the party. They had to like bring some of the first night dudes back since they couldn't get Lincoln or Clay. I thought Clay. that was Jordan that was commenting on, none of, on them not no, wearing socks. No, it was socks. that dude that was like rivaling Jordan. Jordan. Like, nice to meet you. Nice yeah. to meet you. Yeah. Uh anyway, yeah, they they do have uh strong looks, a lot yeah. of them, but not a lot of sock action. Yeah. No, um, a lot of their you're absolutely right though. Wills, not surprisingly brings his fashion game. Uh, uh, Leo, Leo is in like a matching like skin tight maroon Red suit. I feel like it's like yeah. on Dazed and Confused when the girl has to get her friend to pull her jeans up with pliers. That's what yeah. Leo had Colton do that. <laughs> he had to like grease himself up to yeah. get those on. Um yeah, Colton or not Colton Connor. Connor, thought, yeah. Uh, Connor was wearing like a brocade like suit jacket. I actually thought Connor was a glasses. lot more handsome in this. I do too. Yeah, the, I thought he was really handsome. Yeah, and he, he had... seemed very like he seemed a little more chill too. Yeah, he did. He's not throwing pictures in the pool. Yeah, <laughs> Didn't finally, even get brought up. Didn't he's even learned get to mentioned. mellow out. Yeah. Um, all right. We talked to Chris first. We've already touched on this, but sure. yeah, he just basically says, uh, the wheels fell off. I lost control, to be honest with you. Yeah, which I liked. I liked he totally owned it. It's refreshing for him to just be like, I yeah. fucked up. I'm embarrassed. Well, and what he did well was he didn't make a lot of excuses. Mm-mm. He was just like, yeah, I messed up. There yeah, wasn't like a lot of elaboration. Yeah. 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 No, well done, Chris. Uh, i tell you who's not apologizing is Jean Blanc. Jean Blanc is not apologizing, mm-hmm. despite the fact that he is berated by Colton. 
So Harrison... Like Colton needs to just shut the fuck up. He needs to like, get over what? himself. Yeah, I, exactly. I feel like, Colton, you sure are cocky for a virgin who can't drive. Oh, snap. You sure are cocky for a guy who hasn't used his cock that much. <laughs> there's yeah, there's a well, version of Jean Blanc. basically stole it from Jean Blanc. Well, so. I was going to say, yeah, that's a version of Jean Blanc. You Jean sure Blanc's are being too. a dick for a guy who doesn't <laughs> use one. <laughs> Well, um, no one virgin shames like Chris Harrison, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, I mean, Colton is out there picking fights with Jordan, picking fights with Jean Blanc. For really no good reason either. Like, I don't understand. Because, like, Chris Harrison asked Jean Blanc a question, basically to, like, say what happened. And Colton was like, it doesn't matter what you say right here because... He's like, you, you played every single one of us. Right, you're a liar. You're just going to take it back. Um, and then Colton said, or Jean Blanc says, Colton, you're acting like a pussy, but you've never been inside of one. Dang. Snap. You know that he prepped that. That might be the first that. time that that word got dropped on the yeah. mental Yeah. Yeah. This is a classy affair, yeah. guys. Let's keep it classy. Yeah. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. No, there was a lot of bleeping on this. <laughs> My notes are just all caps. Damn. Yeah. No, that's that, that gets a damn as an insult. Um We'll get a. Let's see. Uh, he also calls Colton a little boy, which uh, has has been my point for a long time. He looks like a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that Colton is mad at Jean Blanc um, because he says that it kind of like messed all the guys up when Jean Blanc did that. That mm-hmm. it like really got inside Becca's head. And I do get, I understand the point that he's making. Like, you came in there, you fucked up a bunch of shit, and then you left. It didn't just hurt you, it hurt us all. Yeah, Yeah. and fair enough. Um, But yeah, Colton just needed to take a step back. Because then Chris Harrison says that Colton and Jordan butted heads a lot. Which I thought was interesting. I didn't even, like, see that. I feel like they focused so much on Jordan versus David. Right. Well, yeah, because there was that one, he's the one who called, Colton's the one who called Jordan a clown. But other than that, like, fight that they had, I feel like that conflict didn't come up that much. I'd totally forgotten about it. Colton apparently has not. They all are talking about... It basically just became one big, uh, like, word problem. Because they're all like, my name was in your mouth. And Tia's name was in your mouth. But I didn't want Jordan's name in my mouth. <laughs> it's like an LSAT it logic was, problem. Yeah, it was yeah. like... If, Whose name's in Brian's mouth? Jordan doesn't want David's name in his mouth. And Colton doesn't want Tia's name in Jordan's mouth. <laughs> Whose name is in David's mouth? Yeah. Yes. No, I totally agree. Yeah, well, it... Um, I don't know. This just kind of devolved at this point. I'll say, to sort of fast forward, I left this liking Jordan more. Yeah. I have always liked Jordan. Yeah. I'm with Joe the Grocer on this, not surprisingly. Yeah, well, and... Um, I felt like... I mean, Chris Harrison, I think, at one point says what we always felt, which was like, just ignore him. Like, why are you letting him get under your right. skin so much? You're giving him all this power, and he's just being... I think he's right when he's like, I'm just being myself. Yeah. So, like, sorry if that annoys you, but you're making it so much worse than it needs to be by 
turning it into this huge issue about like disrespect. Right. And- it's not serious. Well, this is, it's a reality show. Mm-hmm. And all in the end, all of you are sitting here. And it's David's point was just stupid because he was like, you know, I think the first night, that's the night for the antics. Like I came in a chicken suit. But after that, it gets serious. Well, like David, you don't make up the rules of the show. Right. Like you don't get to come up with some random rule that says that after the first night, everybody has to buckle down. This huh? is uh, pretty strong words coming from a guy playing with a blow-up latex gloves from a hospital bed after he fell on his face out of a bunk bed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I did feel like, and I, I felt like in when we were watching the show, and I felt like at the Mentel All as well, they just don't like him, and so they are attacking him for things that if somebody else on the show had done... I don't think that it would have bothered them as much. No. Well, and Connor called it because Connor said, if he wants to wear gold underwear and dig his own grave, who cares? And Mm -hmm. somebody else pointed out, like, Becca gave him a rose. She liked it. And a bunch of the guys, I I know Connor points this out, um, Jason as well. Oh, Nick. Nick, Nick, who... Who was like, I'm wearing this tracksuit. That's who I am. Which I really want. Remember that? Oh, Remember yeah, yeah. Right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but he says, tells David that he felt it seemed almost like David was there for Jordan and not Becca. Which yeah. we talked about as well. That it became a little bit of a waboom Blake, Blake situation. situation. Yeah, yeah for sure. We're like, you're just shooting yourself in the foot here right. by making every conversation about this other dude. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, no one. We've been over this. And I if only feel validated by argument like I do I don't think that I would like Jordan very much if I had to spend time in a house with him but just ignore him like there's a bunch of other dudes there at that mm-hmm. point he's not really hurting you um, Jordan said that he's got billboards up in everybody's minds mm. uh, which I guess means that he's like on their mind <laughs> I like that from the start using that um, Jason is also pro Jordan, which I thought was interesting mm-hmm. because I think Jason and Colton are kind of buddy buddy. Yeah. Like they're on Instagram Ooh, being but this Jordan quote issue unquote friends. Drive together. them apart. Drive a wedge between them. Yeah. But Jason told uh David that he felt like uh David was like a bully. That he purposefully um poked at Jordan. Yeah. And he said he didn't feel like Jordan ever did anything to David and that David just like kept coming at him, which you did. I mean, I don't know. You never know what is the edit, but you know, I I trust Jason. I feel like he's a pretty honest guy. Yeah. Well, and that, I actually think that happens a lot in life and on the show. It's sort of an Evan Chad situation where there's a more insecure guy who's threatened by a more secure guy. And the insecure guy is actually the instigator but feels like the victim Mm -hmm. and acts like the victim. And I think that that's kind of what was happening here is David would somehow perceives himself as the one who's being attacked when in fact he's really like creating and sustaining the drama in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. That's my diagnosis. Deep. Yeah, very deep. Do, 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 do. more you know. Do, 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 do. Um. All right, Jordan and Camille. Yeah. So these other about modeling dudes yes, appear, which I thought was a little weird that they're like, "We're the guys that got cut from the first night." I mean, and you are, but like the first night, people are always there, right? I just they are I didn't at the mental wall. Yeah, yeah, like everybody's oh, okay. invited back. Okay. 
You know who's the guy who got cut the first night? Fucking Joe the Grocer. That's the only well, guy I want to see. Well, that guy got to take a seat on the couch with Harrison. Right. Take a seat in the hot seat. <laughs> he got to say six words to Harrison. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, anybody that was on the show is invited is to the to Mintel unless you, you know, are a flat earther who assaulted right. women. <laughs> who shits on the floor. <laughs> unless you're um, a floor shitter. Yeah. Um, no, I just thought it was weird. They're like coming at Jordan like, oh, you're a basic model. I'm a real model or yeah. whatever. Like, nobody knows who you are. Nobody cares, dude. Yeah. I also love the idea that models are fighting about who's the more <laughs> legitimate model. Uh, no, I'm the smart model. You can't even turn left. <laughs> yeah, it really, I mean, they might as well have done a walk-off. So Chris tells Jordan that he's, so Jordan gets into it with Camille. He's yelled at David. Um, and Chris tells Jordan that he's going to go ahead and give him the last word. And I feel like I was expecting him to maybe say something kind of, <laughs> not, like maybe clever. not poignant. Or, yeah. But yeah, I mean, maybe kind of meaningful. And instead, he's just like, fuck y'all. Like, well, he, he like just points tells, at yeah. individuals like with finger guns. Every yeah. individual <laughs> is like, fuck you and fuck you too. And then he's like, Connor, you're cool. Joe the Grocery, you're cool. Everybody else, fuck you. Yeah. And I actually thought that at that point he was going to leave, which I thought would have been great if he's just like, I'm out. Yeah. And walked away. Then he goes to the hot seat. Yeah. Um, so you see a woman cheering who has brought him gold underwear, more gold underwear. Um, Jordan uh, basically just says that he's a guy that likes to have a good time. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, Jordan wasn't making a lot of sense to me. He said you could literally put me in a gar- cardboard box and I would I'd have, have the, the best, best time. time. The best time in the cardboard box. Not as much Not fun as just Garrett like and you can put me in a Becca. cardboard box and I'll be okay. Yeah. I'd have the best time. The very best. The very he best. He makes some sort... I feel like it was. it's like uh, when my students try to write poetry and they create a metaphor that just isn't working just doesn't work There's, yeah he's trying to do something with a rolls royce yeah right typically if someone is driving a rolls royce they roll the window down and then he says this guy with the mustache over here is a mowing joe he kept saying that a mowing what joe. i don't even know what that means apparently maybe our younger listeners who aren't wearing socks right now can inform <laughs> us what that is refusing to eat cereal <laughs> not using bar soap or going to hooters <laughs> uh Transition from Moen Joe to Grocery Store oh, nice. Joe. That's the only nice. Joe I care about. Grocery Store Joe. Oh, I guess we're not transitioning to that yet. We're still in Jordan, huh? Because yeah. Grocery Store Joe says that he likes Jordan. Mm-hmm. And they have been on Paradise together. So. Oh, true. Is Paradise over? Like it's already filmed and done and they're back? I believe. Okay. Okay. So, like, David and Jordan have gone through all that stuff in Paradise together. I believe. That's interesting because what's going on is then you've got a bunch of other conflicts or relationships that you don't get to reference. Mm -hmm. And so there's, like, extra baggage that you don't get to talk about. Yeah, like, what would it... And honestly, I don't know. Um, But based on... I mean, we already have all of the previews. Sure. Right. But how long ago did they film this Men Tell All? I mean, it's not live. Yeah. That's a question for Robin. Robin? Get in, read your bachelor book. Does it explain? Uh, Why don't you read it? Okay, I'll read it. And I'll do a book Maybe report. stop burping into the microphone a million <laughs> times. God. Robert Durst over here. Lord. Um, 
All right. I did like, so before Chris, or before uh, Jordan gets in the hot seat, when, like, Jordan is, like, lashing out at people, Harrison is just laughing it up. Mm -hmm. I kind of thought that Harrison didn't like Jordan, but now I think that he he does. does. Yeah, I think that he does. I think he was entertained by him. And there was a good moment. Oh, yeah, where um, where Jordan has another one of his creative writing Mm -hmm. 101 metaphors. I know what you're going to say. The Captain Crunch. Yeah. If I want to eat Captain Crunch and mix it with orange juice, I'll do what I want. And David aptly says, really the only <laughs> thing he says all night that makes what sense. What is happening? Right. Yeah. What is happening right now? Um, and then it's revealed that Jordan is wearing the gold underwear right now. And Will's, I like, gets like a little bit of a look of fear in his eyes. <laughs> a and little he bit says, of deer in headlights. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I wrote in my notes that it, so we talk, just to reference um, uh, day job again, we talk a lot in my writing class how like, you can have a surprise come in a story, but it should always feel inevitable after it happens. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the gold underwear, yeah. like I was like, of course right. he's wearing That them. is a great point. You should start using this yeah. with your class. Yeah, you. they would have to watch like a whole season <laughs> of The Bachelorette, though, to make it pay off. So that's their homework for the semester. This is going to pay off when I get to teach my special topics, <laughs> Bachelor, Bachelorette. Fanfic mm-hmm. class, mm-hmm. yes. It'll be an um, online class. All you listeners can join in. Yeah. The crowd starts chanting, take it off. Uh, and and although, to Jordan's credit, yeah, he does not. He just fact. gives he us just, a little sneak peek. He just gives peek. a little peek. Yeah. Little Old taste. Preview. It's a very tasteful underwear flash. Taste Gold of underwear to come flash. In paradise. <laughs> you know he brought those to paradise. I mean, that's, we'll see those again for sure. All right, so then grocery store Joe comes to the hot seat. Um, Chris reads tweets about him. He says that they've never had someone cause such a stir. From the uh, first night. Yeah, yeah, after only being on the first night of the show, which I believe. Right, they did. Uh, yes, I will. Hold on, folks. Hold on. hydrated we're ready to go again <laughs> um i did like because they set it up they're like joe here's a montage of your time on the bachelorette and i was like what are they doing like why are we having to watch this and then it was like five seconds yeah, and they're like it that's it great. it was a pretty good joke it i like that show. well yeah. played harrison harrison you got me you got me well and the only reason i felt that way is because they'd shown like 12 lengthy montages of <laughs> what we've already seen this season so Harrison asks if Joe the grocer is uh, single, and he says, "I don't know. We gotta wait and see." Uh, what's your guess? I say no. Uh, I'm thinking no. I'm thinking the ladies of paradise just devoured him. I think Joe the grocer is off the market. Mm-hmm. I hope not. I would vote for Joe the grocer as bachelor. Yeah, at this point, that's a, it's a risky move. We don't know. I mean, probably some horrible things are going to come to light about him. He's also a floor shitting flat earther assaulter. We just don't know it yet. We didn't get time to know him. <laughs> um, well, I did like how um, Harrison asks him, like, how was it? How was your time on the show? And he's just like, it was terrible. It was horrible. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that was great. Yeah. He, um, as Harrison said, a man of few words, but uh, succinct and to the point. Yeah. Yeah. He might not be a good bachelor for that reason. How do you feel about everything? Great. <laughs> good. Uh, we get Wills in the hot seat. He says that he knew he was falling in love with her in Vegas, 
because they both found out that they had the same nursery rhyme up in their childhood bedrooms. That's to me, what, that's yeah. like, wow, that Pretty is a crazy reason. coincidence. Yeah. But does that really make you love someone? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Will's better hope that he never finds like somebody else, like a you know, seventy year old woman that had that nursery rhyme up. Like, yep, that's yeah. it. We're together now. Yeah, that's my lady. Yeah. Um, I'll also say so. Harrison was like, you guys had a strong connection, partly because you're both nerds. Is Becca a nerd? What is she nerdy about? I don't know. And is Will's? I is mean, Will's a nerd? Like. I would. That was never explained. They said eight times they're nerds, and they never gave any reason. <laughs> That's all being a nerd is is just saying a bunch that you're a nerd. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> well, like I don't know. Maybe Will's has like a bunch of you know Lord of the Rings action figures or something. Like who knows? You know, or Becca is really into Buffy or something. I I don't know. Is but, that you know. what makes you a nerd? I don't know. Well, I feel like a nerd. We first we of all, this with yeah, because Becca's not a nerd. Becca's a dork. Well, yeah, but I think she thinks... Because nerd now is fine because nerd, nerd just basically just means, means... If you're taking the, like, uh, what's his face? The nerdist. Chris. Yeah. Chris Hardwick. Who Chris. We, yeah. Terrible person Ter- Hardwick. Yes. Chris Monster Hardwick. <laughs> yes. It's just, like, that you know the most about one thing. That right. you're, like, obsessive. Right, right. About gaining knowledge about one thing. So I could be like, I'm a nerd about the bachelor i'm a bachelor nerd yeah yeah exactly and it's not i'm a sweet valley high nerd yeah but what is becca interested in nothing (laughs) after an entire season i dare someone to tell me what becca is passionate announcing where she is yes that i'm a nerd for telling you the location (laughs) i'm in and the thing i'm doing in that location yeah um can we move on? We to... can move on as soon as we mention that Will said his dad Ooh. was a bit of a peacock. Now oh, we yeah. Can, now we can move on. Uh, I like the idea that maybe his dad is just a peacock. A literal peacock. <laughs> <laughs> yep. that's, why they, that's why he didn't get invited to hometowns because he told Becca that. And she was like, I can't. Right, yeah. If you thought that virgin secret was a big deal, like, I am the child of a peacock and like, a human woman. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to Will's dad, but I don't know how to talk to a bird. <laughs> and when uh, he admitted his dad is a peacock, Becca said, I'm going to need a it and got up and walked around. <laughs> uh, all right, so we are moving on to Colton, but before that, we go to a commercial break. So, to get us <laughs> to the commercial, Chris Harrison says, Coming up, the world found out he was a virgin and he thought he was headed to the fantasy suite. What a stupid idiot! <laughs> Let's get that loser up here. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, that that was uh, along the lines of what Harrison has been tackling this entire, uh, approaching this the entire time. Um, Here's the thing that I don't like about Colton and his virginity, okay. whether or not it's real. Okay. Um, he says a couple of times stuff like, I don't think it makes me a better person. But I feel like when somebody says something like that, you want people to think that you're a better person because of it. Yeah. Like, that's why you're bringing it up and saying, I mean, I don't think that I'm better than everyone else just because I have a lot of virtue and I'm saving myself. Right, right, yeah. It certainly means that you do think you're yeah. better. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't have a lot to say about this. I felt like it was... Um, they they he um, cries. I mean, yeah, he cries. Yeah. I do say Jordan was like, 
hey, I see you speaking your truth, Colton, and gave him like a weird little salute, which I thought was a nice <laughs> moment. Yeah. Jordan, he has a heart. Us up where we belong. <laughs> it's not just Jordan's underwear that's gold. It's his heart as well. Aww. Oh, goodness. Um, um, yeah, Jason. I mean, I don't have anything else on no, Colton. I no. feel like Colton doesn't... Colton and Becca both, to me, do not directly address in the way that I wanted them to the Tia situation. Right. Because Colton is just like, I can't speak to that. And it's probably because they're probably together. Sure, they're probably back together again. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Because um, he's just like, you have to talk to Tia about that. Um, which I do, I uh, mean... Hard pass, Colton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Um, well, and I, I understand, like, it's not necessarily his fault that she came back on the show and addressed that. But we don't know, you know, we just don't know anything about it. Well, um, I don't even... Oh, sorry, folks. Got the boy, yawns. Got a case of the uh, yawns over 10, here. 10-11 over here, <laughs> folks. We are worn out. Wiped um, out. I didn't necessarily... Like, I don't think that he needed to have an opinion on it. I was just kind of... I kind of wanted Chris to ask him more sure. about that. Like, right. what's the state of you and Tia now? Yeah. What did you think when you watched that back and saw, like, the... Yeah, she, you know, that like, would have been a I great question. I just feel like Harrison didn't really ask anything yeah. about it. Sometimes Harrison won't ask the hard-hitting questions. I remember the, when Harrison moderated that political... The presidential debate... <laughs> And he just wouldn't ask any of the hard-hitting questions. Nope. Yeah. Remember when he uh, ran his hands playfully through Trump's hair and humanized <laughs> him for everyone? Remember when he had that button underneath his desk that allowed the door to shut? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wait. We're goodness. thinking of Matt Lauer. Yeah. 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 Man, another horrible. We're just bringing up uh, monsters left and right tonight. Yeah, or could it be possibly that y'all are all just terrible people? Terrible humans to a man. Yeah. Yep. Not all men, Anna. Okay. Most men. Hashtag almost all men. Okay. No yeah. tall men. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, Jason comes on. I had to miss some of this for some reason. I don't remember why. Um, but he, when I came back, he was talking about his brother. It seemed real sweet. Yeah, he gave a really yeah. long um, speech that was yeah. really endearing. And he was like, I don't care if you're straight, gay. Trans. Trans. Yeah. Like. I believe in love. Yeah. He said, like, I know it's Oprah's line, but love is love is love. And then Harrison was like, that's something that needs to be said. Oh. I know. Yeah. Show turning into a big liberal agenda. (laughs) Quit forcing your liberal agenda down our throats, Harrison. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Obama. (laughs) Wait, yeah, Obama's running this now? I know. Remember when Obama went on The Bachelor? (laughs) Shoved a bunch of free health care down everybody's throats. <laughs> David, you don't need to pay for your nose getting broken. I'll pay for that. <laughs> Clay, I'll fix the injuries from your your uh, football playing. All right. Uh, Becca comes out, and the men give Becca a standing ovation. Yeah, I mean, they do seem... To really like her. Yeah. Like, every single guy, almost, you know, to a T, says that they are so happy that they that she found love. And they really seem sincere. Although, if after a bunch of, you know, after a big love fest, Chris Harrison says, does anyone have anything bad to say about <laughs> Becca? And Jean Blanc says, yes, can I come up there? <laughs> 
Now Harrison's asking the hard-hitting questions. But then Jean Blanc just goes up there and apologizes. Right, and gives her a perfume. Yeah, and yeah not only apologizes, yeah. but brings her a gift. Another perfume. Um, and I liked it. Harrison actually made a joke. He's like, it's made from broken hearts and tears. Aww. And Becca's like, and rose petals. And, ro- and roses, Chris. I actually think... My my guess is that Becca, it, I mean, she does seem nice. I think she's, like we said, I think she would be nice to know. I just don't think she needs to be on TV with that as we, the protagonist of absolutely. a story. Absolutely. Yeah. We've said that all the time. There yep. are plenty of people on this show and on lots of shows that, you know, you're a good person, but that doesn't mean that you make a good reality TV star. Right. In star. fact, those two might uh, be uh, opposite and many might be conflicting. <laughs> Pap schmear. Pap schmear. Is it smear or schmear? Schmear. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, all right. You have anything else? What do you want to say? Uh, uh, let oh, me think. I yeah. feel like I do have one more thing to say. We. They should have asked us if we had anything bad to say about Becca. I do. You could have dropped uh, 10 wait, B wait. adjectives <laughs> to criticize stop, Becca. Stop talking. I feel like that was, I had something. Okay. Oh, what was it? I don't know. It was something about Becca. <laughs> something about another B adjective? No. Although my uh, shout out to our listener, Amory Banal. Oh, yes. Adjective number oh, five. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay. I think she picks Garrett, but a lot of people were commenting that she didn't seem that happy in the Mintel All. Oh, interesting. She like, had sad usually, eyes. usually they're all enthused if mm-hmm. they're really in love. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's right. And you, a lot of times Chris Harrison will say, like, well, can you tell us? Are yeah. You, are you in love? Yeah. And they'll be like, yes, I am. Yeah, they'll be like gushing. Yeah. yeah. And she she was not gushing. We got none of yeah. that. Yeah. Um. You know what else we got almost none of? Leo. Yeah, very little Leo. <clears throat> and also, I didn't even realize John was there until the post-credits sequence they announced him i know but i just hadn't been paying attention and then we didn't hear a thing from him the entire time until i the did end. want more leo i feel yeah. like they should have cut jordan's time in the hot seat short a little yeah. bit and given some of that to leo yeah what was the deal like i, I mean know. he lasted like a, a long time show. yeah yeah and that is i can understand why that would be annoying well, i, I do see like getting him out there a little bit right but... well i'm just i'm saying leo lasted a long time like yeah. he should have been because yeah, what was he, he number yeah, he's got that BDE. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that... That's what they should have asked him. How do you have so much BDE, Leo? And why is there still a Waterworld stage show in 2018? <laughs> Those are my questions for Leo. We have talked about this. I don't think that he has BDE. You do? I thought you did. I think, think he, he just has, has BD. But So that's an interesting thing. Having BD doesn't necessarily translate to having BDE. BDE is like... You wouldn't suspect that the person, like, there's just something almost like unnameably cool. Whereas someone like Leo, it's like that guy is just the bomb. Interesting. I think I suspect that I still don't understand BDE. Yeah. Even uh, after all this discussion, I have a suspicion uh, that I don't really understand it. Um, I mean. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it to you. Yeah, maybe I just maybe it's ineffable. Just something. For me. I, yeah, just can't. I will. Um, I'll start pointing out just people that we meet. Probably that dude that at the know. Y who, without socks. No, that guy is just cool. Okay, 
I think I'm confusing coolness with BDE. Yeah. I think that's one of my problems. I would like like a 45-minute PowerPoint presentation BDE is BDE. someone that you meet that you're like, why the fuck is this guy so confident? And then you're like, oh, it's because he has a big dick. Oh, I see. See, like the guy's not necessarily good looking, uh-huh. but he just has like a swagger. And you're like, where is this coming from? Oh, you're not attractive. You don't like. I see. It's not someone that you would typically would be attracted to, but because they're so confident, right. you're like, why is this person feeling yeah. so good about themselves? It's because of their huge dick. Yes. or But as we said, it could be a metaphorical huge dick. Mm, I because like you to said think, women. I like to think of it as literal. Women can have BDE, though, right? Yeah, according to BuzzFeed, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't really get. <laughs> well, if BuzzFeed said it, then then it's true. I just don't understand. I'm gonna have to read this BuzzFeed article. I think of to it understand literally, and so I don't see how that translates to a woman. Well, see, I like your explanation though, which is that there's something, perhaps the literal presence of a large dick, perhaps the metaphorical <laughs> one, um, that's like hidden that provides sort of this source of confidence and energy. That you don't see coming right away. Yeah. Is I that, guess. am I getting a little closer? Yeah. To the definition? Yes. You should make. Yes, yes, you are. This is, you always get to get back to your day job. We should, you should assign a definitional essay mm. for BDE. Isn't that one of your assignments is a definition no. essay? Nope. If the new dean is listening, it's not. <laughs> it's not one of my assignments. No, I mean just an essay of definition, not this assignment. Uh. Yeah. Um, and, and also, I'm sure the new dean is listening. Yeah. <laughs> he has nothing better to do with his time than this. Um, our grad students are all listening. We know that. Hi, grad students. Hey, guys. It's good, good to hear. Hey. Good to... hey that's <laughs> Hope fun. you're having a great summer. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great summer. See you next fall. Um, okay. What that's, is there anything it. else no, you want to say? we got nothing else. Uh, I want to say one more thing, which is a oh, little God. bit of Leo and Clay in a bathtub together. Oh, yeah, that was nice. When they were like, is that your leg? Nope. It's my big dick energy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Still not right. Still not using it correctly. Okay, well, um, boy, so next week is the finale plus the after the final rose. Good Lord, it's going to be three hours of boring nonsense. Boring Becca. (laughs) Banal nonsense, Amory. Um, all right, but we will be here to rehash all the boredom. The most boring season ever is mm-hmm. what uh, Harrison should have called this. All right, we'll be here for it. Yep. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.